Hi guys, how are you doing? Uh, here we are, another episode. Uh, today we are going to talk about doubting. Uh huh. It's that okay? Should we doubt? What kind of doubts are okay? You know, all those crazy things uh, that come through our head and they flee and they come and they go and it can be very uh, up and down. So let's chat about it. Um, your host, Lucia, right here from Transformed by His Word. I am a biblical counselor and I just want to give you tools to help you out. So let's talk about doubt. The most common misconceptions about doubt are that you're giving up. You know, if I doubt God or if I doubt my decisions it's because I'm, I'm at the end of the road, I'm giving up, I'm done. This is, this is it. Um, the other one is that there's nothing left to do, right? If I'm doubting my decisions, it's because there's nothing else I can do. I, I made a wrong choice. Sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it's not. So we will talk about what that looks like in the Bible. Um, what actually happens when you're doubting is um, it makes you think things through, right? So when I'm doubting a specific thing, I have to really wrestle with the idea or the principle or whatever it is I'm doubting and figure out what I actually think about that. So it makes me think through, it makes you think through <clears throat> what you're going through. The other thing that doubt does is it gives you a new perspective. So when I am doubting something and I go think it through or do some research, then I'm going to see more than just beyond my nose, right? I'm going to have a new perspective on the topic at hand. And then the third thing that doubt does, it's it throws you outside of your comfort zone. Um, I don't think that Here's we really found. doubt things that are within our comfort zone, right? If I'm comfortable doing it, if I know what I'm doing, then no big deal. I don't even think about it. Don't question it. But if I'm outside of my comfort zone, then I'm going to start doubting, is this the right decision? Is this the right thing to do? Because it's uncomfortable, right? Being outside your comfort zone, um, it's not something we like to do. Uh, we like to stay in our bubbles where we know what to expect and what um, the outcomes are going to be. So. I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I know it's hard and it's a struggle. Um, I am currently on a season where doubt could really be a real thing because I am not working anymore um, a full nine to five and I've started my own business and there are days where bills are due and I'm like, should I? Go get a nine to five. <laughs> um, and doubt can creep in, and I'm in a very uncomfortable position. I am not a video person. I don't like to see myself on video, but here I am. Um, I don't like the way I sound, but God has called me to do this, so I'm 
being faithful, uh, while still doubting whether this is the right call. Uh, and that's okay. That's the one thing I want to give you hope on is that just because you're doubting doesn't mean that you're not doing it right. You can have doubts and still do what God has called you to do. Um, but still doubting, like, is this the right thing to be doing? Uh, is this what God has actually called me to do? Those things are very, very normal, you guys. So let's look at what the Bible says. So I wanted to give you um, a little bit of background on biblical history. <laughs> Not really. Uh, just giving you some ideas of people in the Bible that have doubted. Um what God has called them to do or what they are doing in any specific situation. Um, so I've made a list and this is not an exhaustive list. This is just um, like top of my head, big names that you would recognize if you've read the Bible at all. So people that have doubted, okay, you have Adam and Eve, obviously they Totally doubted what God said, but in a bad way. Uh, you have Abraham, Sarah, Moses, David, Elijah, Esther, the disciples. <laughs> At some point, the disciples doubt so much that they run away. It's crazy. Um, and the list goes on and on, you guys. I think doubt is one of those things that we're all going to face, but it's what you do with it. Uh, that is going to make a difference. So the problem is not doubt itself, is what you do with it, right? Uh, today, we're going to challenge you. Ready? I haven't done a challenge for you guys. Yeah, I have. I'm lying. <laughs> I like challenges. I like uh, challenging people outside of their comfort zone. Um, so today, I want you to make up your mind. Right, and this is the exercise. I want you to think from now on. I have two choices I can doubt and throw the towel and be like, forget it, it's too difficult, or I can doubt and look at what the Bible says about a specific topic and move forward with what the Bible says about it. But it is very important for us to make up our mind on these things because when things are hard and you're in the middle of doubt, you're in the middle of a big decision, if you haven't made up your mind, you're going to have this very long process to go through. But if you decide today, you know what, the next time I doubt my decisions or I doubt whether this is what God has called me to do or I doubt, I don't know, we have doubts of so many things, whether I should marry this person or whether I'm raising my kids right or any of those things, I'm going to look at what the Bible says and I'm going to follow God, right? And if you cannot find something, that is why biblical counselors exist, is because we are trained to come beside you and help you out through those times where you really don't know what to decide or what God has for you or how to deal with past trauma. So make up your mind today. When doubt comes, what are you going to do with it? If you need more help, then just 
looking at your Bible by yourself, then find yourself a counselor. It's a good thing. It, it's not a bad thing. Okay. Um, so in times of trouble, and I'm not talking just about physical trouble, right? I'm talking about all trouble. Um, Psalm. You, uh, did you get your Bible? Do you have your Bible with you? You better. You already know you need it. All right. Psalm 50, verse 15. Psalm 50, verse 15 says, Call upon me in the day of your trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. How cool is that? When we need God, when we need Jesus, in our times of trouble, right, we shouldn't call on God only when we're in trouble. But if we have a relationship with Him, and we call upon Him in the time of trouble, He says He'll deliver us. Um, and then we have to give Him glory for that, right? Because that's, that's how things work. If you help me, I'm going to say thank you. So that's how we uh, create that relationship with God. Um, so because doubt is not the absence of faith, um, but it's actually part of your sanctification pro process. So once you get saved, you go through this process, right? From glory to glory <clears throat> until we get to heaven. Doubt is part of that process. So when you are doubting, and it doesn't matter what you're doubting, you can be doubting the Bible, you can be doubting God. Um, that is part of your process. Don't think that you're uh, unsaved or that you can't trust God or, or whatever. No, it's part of your process. What, what that's guiding you to do is do more research. So, um, I'm getting my head of myself. So that you can walk with God. Um, so, there's a really cool story on Mark 9. It starts in verse 17. Um, I'm not going to read all of it, but... This is this man that brings his child to Jesus because he's been um, demon-possessed and the disciples couldn't get this demon out. But if you go down to verse 23 and 24, so that's Mark 23 and 24, uh, the guy comes to Jesus and Jesus says to him, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes, immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes doubt can feel like unbelief. Or sometimes unbelief becomes doubt. Um, and we see here that it's okay. It's okay. And we can ask God, I have this unbelief. Help me on this unbelief. And he will help you. We just saw that if you call upon him, he'll help you, right? Um, we need to be humble enough. That's uh, one thing. To acknowledge our unbelief and our need for God to help us with the doubts that we're going through. Uh, I have seen a lot of Christians that 
are to how do I say this politely? <laughs> uh, they're they're been a Christian for a very long time, and they think that doubting God is somehow a sin or something. Um, and it's not. You just need to humble yourself and be like, I don't have all the questions, all the answers. I have questions, and I'm doubting some things. So that's okay. Just don't stay there, okay? Um, once you have done the research of the scriptures, you can go to a place, and this is one of the things I want to drive home today, where you are fully convinced, okay? Uh, Romans 4, 20 and 21. Romans 4, 20 and 21 says, He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened by faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that he had promised he was also able to perform. So going back to the whole idea that doubt gets you out of your comfort zone and gives you new perspective, once you have questioned something, so let's say you have questioned um, the Trinity, right? Just to give an example. And you go and you do research and you listen to people talk about it and you talk to your pastor and you read books on it and you do all this research. There's going to be a point to where you're fully convinced of what you've researched, right? And that doubt's going to leave. You're going to be strengthened. That's going to strengthen your faith because now you are in a solid foundation of, no, this is what I believe because I've done the research, not because somebody or some pastor told me or some, you know, my mom told me. <laughs> um, then let's see. Let's go to Joshua 1, nine. Joshua 1, nine. It says, have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? <clears throat> do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God doesn't say I'm with you when you know exactly what I'm doing in your life. I'm with you when... You have done everything I asked of you, or I'm with you when, you know, you're having a spiritual revival. Now, he says, be strong and courageous because I'm with you wherever you go. And this wherever you go could be not just physical, but spiritual, right? Wherever you're at, from a baby Christian that has just heard the gospel and doesn't even know how to read the Bible, all the way up to a master theologian, uh, someone with a doctor's degree. Um, God's with you wherever you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at, whether you're happy or sad or disappointed or fully faithful or doubting everything you know. Um, he is with you. And He wants to get closer to you. And He wants... That relationship, that's that's his ultimate goal <laughs> for 
for your life is to have a relationship with him. Let's go to Proverbs 3.6. Proverbs 3.6 says, In all of your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. That is such a cool yet terrifying um, truth in the Bible. If I acknowledge God in everything I do, he's going to direct my path. I want the direction of my path. I don't know if I want to acknowledge him in everything I do, right? And not that I don't want to acknowledge him um, in like a, oh, no, God, you can't come here. But it's a lot of work. Like, you need to acknowledge him all the time when you're driving down the road and that person cut you off when you're cooking dinner and the kids are crazy when you're scrubbing the toilet you know like he wants to be in your life acknowledged by you everywhere you go in all of your paths daily in all of your struggles in all of your happiness he wants to be acknowledged by you and if you do that, he's going to direct your paths. And that is such a cool uh, thing because if I'm acknowledging God, if I'm in constant communication with God, not only my doubts are going to be uh, subdued and answered faster, um, but I know that the decisions that I'm making are going to be within his will because I mean, it's constant communication with him. So it takes away a lot of the pressure of whether or not you're doing things the right way. And then we're going to go to Jeremiah 29.11. Um, Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Yeah. The fact that the God that created the universe thinks of us is already mind-blowing. But he says here that the thoughts he has for us are of peace, to give us future and hope. His desire for us is not of turmoil and doubt, but of peace and hope. But the only way to get past the doubt into peace is, again, and I'm sounding like a crazy lady right now, but I, I'm going to say it over and over again, is understanding what he wants from you. And you can only do that through the deep study of his word. And I'm not saying go spend three hours a day in his word. I'm, I'm saying what Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all of your ways, acknowledge him all the time. It, it sounds crazy. I know. It, it's hard. <laughs> I know. But if we acknowledge him in all of, his, all of our ways... The result is that he's going to guide our paths. And his thoughts, his plan for us is of peace and hope. Um, 
that's beautiful that is just beautiful now don't think that what i'm saying is that if you become a christian your life is going to be happy and peaceful and sweet and loving and all these other things that's not what i'm saying um we have a peace that is not like the world's so for a christian when we find peace, it's not because we're like, ah, oh, everything's perfect and aligned and beautiful and there's no problems and there's no doubts and there's no hurt. And my life's so peaceful right now. No, for a Christian is I am in Christ and that's where my peace comes from. The world can be a turmoil and it is, um, but my soul is going to be aligned with him and he's going to give me that peace and the hope of a good future and a good future can be in here or in heaven you know uh but it's still a good future so that is what i have for you today uh i wanted to take a couple of minutes of your time um to let you know, I, again, I am a biblical counselor. My website, as if you don't know it yet, uh, it's transformedbyhisword.org. You can send me an email, lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. Um, it really does help me if you guys share and like and do all those things that you already know how to do in YouTube. Um, there is somebody in your life that needs to listen to what God is saying through me. Share it. Share it. You don't have to have awkward conversations with people about things like doubt or truth. Or you can just send, send them a video and be like, hey, listen to this crazy lady. <laughs> uh, and then if they have questions, then you have opened the door. Uh, had some people reach out to me saying that they had shared this videos with with a friend and now they're having a bible study and god is doing really good things so don't be shy people should podcast all the time don't be shy to do it uh if you have any questions don't be shy to email me i appreciate all the support like I said before, I uh, am in the process of getting my counseling business going, and this YouTube thing is just a way to reach out to you and give you tools and help you out on your day-to-day. -day. And I love the feedback. Um, I don't necessarily love doing the videos or uh, listening to myself, but I do love that God is using it for his purpose. And that brings me a lot of joy. So if you guys could share, 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 um, pray for me, because there are times where, you know, I doubt whether this is what God has for me. But then I get reports of people starting Bible studies because they listen to this. And then it's like, oh, okay, Lord, you, you are doing something with this. Um, 
The other thing is, if you need some counseling, I am more than happy to do that with you. You can email me for that too. Our next episode is going to be on whether or not we can trust our hearts. I know that one's going to be a good one. Can you trust your heart? (laughs) Yeah. So today you're going to sit down with Jesus and you're going to make your decision. What are you going to do when you are doubting? What steps are you going to take? What that process is going to look like? Um, I can't, I could give you a five step process, which is what I use, but I'm not because this process needs to be something between you and God. So sit down and pray and ask him like, Lord, what, what do you want me to do? And then, you know, just figure out what you're going to do when doubts creep in um, and have a plan. That way, when it happens, you're not at a loss trying to figure it out. You can just be like, oh, I've got a plan for this. This is what I'm going to do. And I would encourage you, throwing in the towel is not a good plan. (laughs) Uh, If you need help coming up with a plan, just let me know. I'm sure your pastor would be happy to help you with that too. And that is all I have for you guys today. I love you guys. I pray for you guys often. And I can't wait to see what God is going to do through this. Have a wonderful week. Bye.